Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Visual Wow, the podcast for people passionate about live events. We're obsessed with creating and capturing those wow moments. This is the place the top pros come to share their secrets. Now, here's your host, Jack Hartsman. Well, welcome, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Jack Hartsman, your host, visualwow.com, visualwow, the podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, today, our guest is Craig Parks, Youth Program Director, Temple Soil in, uh, is it, it's not San Diego. You're in La Jolla? Where are you? It, no, it's actually, technically, it's Cardiff by the Sea. I'm not even going to try to repeat that, but Cardiff by the Sea, I'm okay <laughs> with that. It's, it's, it's North County uh, coastal part of San Diego, California. Well, I'm, uh, I'm thrilled to have you on the show and a big shout out to, uh, to you on your birthday. Uh, you look amazing for 37 and, yeah, uh, well, but for 24, I look terrible. I, I agree. 37. You're just a little bit gray. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so tell me, Craig, uh, actually, before I ask you what, tell me, let me just say to you and to our listeners, um, I know you as a guitar player, as a Jewish motivator, educator, all around generally good guy uh, through people that I have met at Song Leader Boot Camp, uh, our annual pilgrimage President's Day weekend uh, to the JCC in St. Louis uh, through the power and the, and the uh, camaraderie and the amazing people that uh, Rick and Elisa Rick bring together um, in St. Louis. And I don't know what it is about you and me, but uh, I started doing that back in 2016 and you and I just seem to uh, kind of became kindred spirits and really clicked. And as we get this Visual Wow podcast off the ground, uh, I just you just seem like a great guy with a tremendous amount of energy that I wanted to get on the show. And uh, welcome. Thanks. It's awesome to be here and be with you, Jack. We our connection runs deep, and you know I think it's the music, it's the it's the Jewish thing, and I you right you meet people in your life that's like, and we we had that connection. I've always valued it a lot. Well, I think I think what's very special, um, because our children are both very involved with our lives as well as our wives are, I didn't actually get to meet Rachel until uh, this past year, and I kind of felt like we just picked up, she and I just picked up where you and I left off, and Monica adding to the mix, uh, I just feel like even though we're 3,000 miles apart, it's, I, I just wish to God you lived down the street, and I, I just see us sitting in the backyard playing guitar every night. That sounds awesome. Like, I'd love to you know, any, any musician just play with nowadays would just be a treat. Like during this time, it's to not play with other musicians. It just, it hurts the soul right now, you know? Well, I agree. And you know me, I'm a photographer by trade and I picked up my guitar from my youth uh, just five years ago and started playing in a band and, and, it doesn't come as easy to me uh, anymore as it does to you, but I miss playing and there's no bars and there's no restaurants and, and my band can't play. And uh, it's, it's painstaking for me, but enough about the bad stuff in the world. Um, tell me what you do. Tell me what you do at Temple uh, Salel and tell me what life is when I, I know you in St. Louis, tell me how life is for you on the, on the West coast pre craziness that we're all going through right now. All right. So I'm the director of youth programming at Temple Salel. I've been there 21 years and, um, and I didn't grow up affiliated at all. It, it was really like, it was this camp, Camp Tawanga, that when I was in my early 20s, first time I was really immersed in a Jewish community and I saw people singing, dancing, experiencing joy and togetherness and taking the, the beauty of our traditions and putting it into a relevant framework of how we interact with each other and how we interact with our environment. And I was like, Yes, I want in. And so the journey <laughs> of learning has continued to this day. And, uh, and 
it was incredible. And uh, right out of college, I ended up being a very, very young camp director. And I ran a camp for the JCC in San Diego for three years. And that was incredible. We'd 23 and have people entrust me with their children. <laughs> I don't know what they were thinking, but somehow it worked out. Um, and then uh, I became full-time at Temple Salel uh, in, in the year 1999. Remember, remember that millennium? Yeah. 19, and, didn't, uh, Prince, didn't, didn't Prince write a song about that? No, he didn't. It's, I think that is just a fallacy. That is, it's a myth that is perpetrated by every, the internet. Not everything is true, people. Anyways, no way. So, no way. <laughs> no. So um, at, at Temple Cell, when I became full time, I, I knew that I wanted to bring a passion for the joy and for the wisdom to to the youth that a lot of Jewish youth don't necessarily get. And I, I think I have a unique perspective because I never got to grow up being bored at religious school. I never had a chance to, you know, be turned off by by something later when I was 14 go, wait a minute, that's not true. And so bringing a, an adult sensibility, but a youthful passion and curiosity to our tradition, it's like, I want to bring this. So I developed a youth band called Kavanaugh and we've recorded three CDs and we did Sabbat services by teens, for teens. It was amazing. We'd get 70 teenagers coming to a two hour service on a Friday night, you know, that, that had meditation, lots of music that was music provided by the teens themselves. I would arrange these pieces and, um, and, and not a sermon, but a true dialogue of relevant stuff that teens could tap into. And then afterwards, we'd go to a local restaurant and hang out. It was beautiful. And then in the summer of 2000, I started Camp Simcha, which was a day camp. And we just finished our 21st year, albeit a very strange summer because we had to modify a lot of things. <laughs> but, but this camp, a, a culture has been created that is so wacky, so wild. But the crux of it is that we want every individual to be fully celebrated for who they are as individuals within a group, a community context. And so if everybody in a community can feel like their individuality is recognized and celebrated, but it's also needed to be part of a group, that to me is so much of the beauty of, of Jewish living. And, and so, uh, you know, I was worried you weren't going to have enough to talk about. Keep going, my friend, keep going. <laughs> Let's do this thing. Come on. Yeah. Come so, on, baby. And I mean, it, it's cra- and the weirdest, wackiest, silliest stuff has happened at Camp Simcha. And, and we've created this culture and, you know, the, and, Naturally, we've ended up getting campers who at other places had been bullied or teased where, where they come to our camp and they're totally celebrated. And we've had kids on the autism spectrum and a lot of special needs kids that they, they are truly loved. And, um, and I, I'm, I'm really proud of that. I, I mean, there was a camper this many years ago. He was on the autism spectrum. But every day he would wear a Home Depot apron and a bow tie. This is like a nine-year-old kid. Every day he would wear that to camp. And you can imagine at other places, you know, how he would probably get bullied. Sure. But right at Camp Simcha, this kid fully elevated, fully lifted. And that's what I'm proud of, that creating a culture of, of so much warmth, so much compassion, and so much love. And, and now that we're 21 years in, most of my staff grew up there as campers from kindergarten to sixth grade. So I've got, it's, it's family, it is mishpacha, it's, and it's just a beautiful thing. And they keep coming back year after year. 21 years. Now, this is your 30th birthday, right? So I think we said 31. Yeah. Oh, 30, 31, 31. So full yeah. disclosure, it might be a little bit more than 31. Right. So I'm a little bit older than you by about six years. And I just want to, I don't think we've ever talked about this, but I just want to share something with you. Because you just kind of touched my heart. My mom 
Uh, my mom, uh, 84, alive and kicking, sharp as attack. My dad, 85, alive and kicking, sharp as attack. Love you guys to death. I hope you get to watch this. I hope you hear this someday and you don't chastise me too much for telling, calling you out, mom. But my mom's an Israeli folk dance teacher uh, and has been since she was 12 years old. And uh, I grew up in the world of Havara and Jewish folk dance. And I just thought it was a normal thing that when people came from Israel, they went to JFK airport, they came to my house for a week, and then they went on to the rest of their trip. Um, there was constantly Jewish song leaders and folk dancers in my house. And that's just the world I grew up in. And the words that you just use are the same words that my mom used to use when she was going from synagogue to synagogue, like, Reform, Orthodox, conservative, it doesn't matter. My mom was the Israeli folk dance teacher for everyone in the Washington, D.C. area from like the mid-70s until the late 90s. And when I started my career as a photographer in the early 80s, like three out of five people I would talk to in the Jewish community, are you Ruthie's son? Well, I have finally grown out of that to where I am now. Are you David and Deanna's dad? So <laughs> it's, um, I totally get what you're saying. I have been around Jewish summer camp my whole life. Um, I, I, one thing I thank my parents for every day is the fact that they sent me off to Jewish summer camp uh, in sixth grade. It's been a fulcrum of my life, um, a guiding, a tremendous uh, guiding light for me. Oh, wow. Getting a little choked up there. So I love what you're doing. Uh, and, and I hate to turn this to a bad spot, but dude, all that love, all that stuff you do for children, for youth, what happened when this little pandemic thing started? I mean, we were together, you and I, we were there, <laughs> right? We were together just three weeks before all this started. We were there in St. Louis, uh, President's Day weekend. What, uh, how did this affect school and, and all your kids and everything? It was, I mean, it was crazy for everybody around the world, right? I mean, you have, you, first of all, you had all the seniors in high school who weren't getting, you know, all of their rituals, the proms, the graduations, all of that. Um, but also, like, in some of the, I teach a thing called the Teen Journey Program for eighth grade and ninth grade. And part of, you know, we would meet weekly, but at the end of the year, I would take them on trips, you know, by eighth graders, I would take to Vegas, because why would you not take eighth graders to Las Vegas? And then, uh, of course. Right. Um, and then ninth grade, we would go river rafting and both of those trips got canceled. And but, but the bigger thing is that all of us are isolating. Right. And we human beings are not meant to isolate. And it was it was hard. It was hard on so many levels. Right. And knowing that so many people were experiencing the same thing and everything went to Zoom. Right. We're all we're all on screens. <laughs> And here we are. Here we are. Right. And here we are. And which, and thank God, I mean, can you imagine, you know, the 1918 Spanish flu pandemic and people couldn't, you know, at, at least we have this, which is great to have, still have that human connection, but absolutely not be able to hug, to not be able to, it's, it's a very different thing. And, um, the, the thing for me personally that got very weird was it, you know, I was also in rock and roll bands and playing in bars and gigging and rehearsing. And for me, like, that's kind of my vacation time. Being at a rehearsal is like going on vacation for me. Playing at a gig is like going on vacation. And you, you take those, those avenues for, for creative expression away from people. And that's when, you know, depression can sit in. And, and certainly sitting at home and not being able to go to work. And, you know, we're doing some things online, but you start for me, it was like, wow, what is the, what is the point of all of this? Like what is existence? You got like real heavy and deep, man, you know? And, 
but it, it keep for me like spiritually it keeps coming back to the same thing and that is it's about what are we going to create what are we going to create out of out of any given moment and the moment we stop being creative and creating and and when i use that word it could be something simple it could be like picking up a phone and creating a conversation with a friend and showering them with some love right anything you do to make somebody happy is a great thing right you know so it's it's getting back to the creative process and and though I do have a new album that's going to be coming out, we'll talk about that later, but it, it really is that, well, what can I do? And I've got, I got a 16 year old at home now, and I've got a five year old at home and they can't be around their friends and they're, I, I just, I needed to get busy. So with my 16 year old who I know is getting super into DJing work, we, we went on Facebook live and we, we did a name that tune thing. And a lot of people, you know, came and checked it out and played and it was really kind of an extraordinary experience and then I thought well, what about my five-year-old and over the years I've developed so much shtick and craziness and silliness and music for kids to running camp and being a, an educator of, of young kids I thought you know what and my daughter is she's just really hilarious too I thought why don't I just do a show with her? And so we, we created a show just a couple weeks after the lockdown happened. March 29th was our first episode. Every Sunday we have a show called Parks Party Central. And it is just absolute goofiness. And we've got, you know, we got people every Sunday. They show up. They're waiting for this goofiness and we and there's certain segments that hey, are I'm on one of show. those I'm one of those people. I love your show. It's called Comic Relief without Robin Williams. <laughs> yeah, and I got my own Whoopi Goldberg and my daughter Nishama. She's just she's very precocious and she's very she's very fun. And I didn't know that we would be doing this for 21 episodes already, but here we are. Uh, it's been it's been a, a tw- quite a journey. <laughs> Uh, I can't even imagine that. So listen, you told me about this really cool thing. I know you from the Jewish youth world. I know you from the Jewish music world. I understand you've been doing some songwriting outside of the Jewish world, even outside of maybe even having a guitar in your hand. What's that been like? Tell me about that. Yeah, it's been it's been amazing. And uh, I am going to have an album coming out. And I've released a couple of songs already. This is really music for parents to be singing with their young kids. And... All these, like so much, so much of the music that I've written, the Jewish music, the rock and roll music, is like you know I got a guitar in my hands, I'm going, and I'm like things are coming out. Um, but there's a whole set of, of music that I wrote just being with my children when they were young, and well, one of them still is, and you know it was during bath time, right? Scrub, scrub, scrub in the tub, scrub, 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 scrub in the tub, or just sitting there at. at at breakfast, you know, getting her up, like, wake up, wake up, it's breakfast time this morning. And like all these little songs just like, boom, started bursting forth. And, and even when they were in diapers, you know, I would <laughs> I would take their little feet and make a beat, make a beat, make a beat with your feet, make a beat, make a beat. And all these little tunes that were just very, very fun, very connecting. And, and I realized I, I want to give this to other parents because the experience of popping your kid up on your shoulders and singing do, 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 dancing on daddy's shoulders. Hey, hey. <laughs> I, I can just see you doing this. It's, it's almost frightening. I appreciate the visual. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dude, and this just... is the, it's so fun. And this is what it's about. So these songs are about having parents have access to melodies that, that are part of just everyday life. It could be play, it could be while they're eating, bathing, a, there's a lullaby I wrote for when they go to sleep, and give access to parents 
and they they don't have to be great singers. They don't. It's, these are not complicated melodies, obviously, but they just work and bring more love, joy, brain development, language development to to the little ones. And I'm really excited to bring this out to the world. I'm working on getting it out to the world right now. So that's one of the big projects I am working on. Now, a little birdie might have told me that some of it may have been already released to the public. I do. I have two songs that I release, and, and one is Banana. And I, this song I love because my 16-year-old son, I wrote the chorus of it when he was really, really young, and and it's just a, a silly little song. And, and But then when Nishama was born, I ended up writing verses for it. And so that song, Bananas, you can hear it's on Spotify. So you can go to Spotify. Stand by. Stand, stand by. I got to interrupt. I, I got to interrupt. There's, there's something very important that's happening right now. And it's hard to explain, but we have a special guest. We have a special guest joining us today. Uh, so I'm on the East Coast. And Craig, you're on the West Coast. And from freaking middle of Texas, Central Heartland, USA, is our friend Joe Buchanan, who, uh, who chimed in here how you doing joe man i'm doing great it is so good to see you both oh my goodness craig joe joe can i i gotta tell you this so joe this morning i i, I wake up turn on my phone i yeah. put on facebook yeah and you know they got the memories thing yeah, yeah. the memory that pops up is five years ago <laughs> you very little beard you were like the starter kit right and singing happy birthday to me and it just yeah. warmed me i'm like oh. there's joe five years ago singing happy birthday oh, to me man well we're gonna do it again brother and the beard is more advanced now. And check it out. I'm ready for you. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Joe, can I join in? I, I, I don't know if Zoom lets us do it in time, but uh, yeah. Look at that. Okay. We're all set. Craig, awesome, man. Are you ready? Love you, Joe. Thank you. Well, happy birthday, yeah, to you. Happy birthday, yeah, to you. Well, happy birthday, whoa, now, Craig. Happy birthday, yeah, to you. Your new lady, your new lady, someday. Somebody so said to me, you know, many years ago that, listen, Craig, when you turn 50, you're going to have Joe Buchanan with a traffic cone on his head singing happy birthday to you. <laughs> I've been like, I'm not feeling that number anymore. Let's do this thing. <laughs> now, I just want to go on the record here. Oh, man. The man's got a lot. Look at that paraphernalia on his on his wall there. But the man still needs oh. <laughs> two capos to make that song sound good. And I would have chimed in. I didn't know what key you were playing in, so I just let it go. But Joe. Oh, that's all right. <laughs> I figured I'd just, I'd just kind of spring that on you. Yeah, you know, so to answer that, because everybody asked me, right, because there's certain tunes that I'll play with two capos on. And the reason I do is if I got the whole band or something with me, then I have a, I have a bass player, right? But if I don't have a bass player and I'm going to be playing something in like an E or an F, I'll do the half capo up there so I can add the fat. 
big bottom end to it on there without having to have a bass player. So it just just adds a little weight. You know, it's, it's uh, something I picked up at SOBC. <laughs> nice, thank hey, you, Joe. Man. Joe, you are the man. Thank I'll you pleasure. so much for the surprise, Craig. Aww. I hope that was a doozy for you. And uh, hey, God bless you guys. Uh, Joe, you are the man. Thank you so much. Well, you're, you're welcome Thanks to so stick much, around. Right it takes one Because you know one. what? We're, we're just talking. We're wrapping up here in just a couple of minutes. We, we've been talking about kind of the, the re-spin on coming out of COVID and what we're doing for youth and what we're doing for live events. Yeah. And, uh, and Craig wrote an album, Craig, Craig made a record, mm. uh, uh, for children's music. And Craig, I apologize. I cut you off somewhere between Jonah and a five-year-old. Yeah. So I ended up writing verses to the banana song when Nishama came along. It's interesting how you got like 10 years between writing, completing a song. Um, and then the other song I wrote, and this is actually, and this is a true story. You will not believe this, but I wrote the hand washing song well before the pandemic when Nishama was really young and we were just in the bathroom like rub, 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 rub. And a couple of weeks ago, one of my camp counselors sends me this video um, of well, of the banana song of an Australian dude like whacking down a big bunch of bananas from a banana tree. I'm like, what is this? It's a TikTok video. He's like, Craig, Google your name. Turns out there, was, there were nine videos around the world using my banana song. And he's like, check out the hand washing song. And there were 68 people using the hand washing song, like doctors and nurses and like in India. And like, so the hand washing song, it's on Spotify and it's great because it's, it's catchy. And if you sing it all the way through, you know, you've washed your hands long enough to get now, COVID, did so. you Did you make the comment about the nine people for copyright infringement or is your ego just <laughs> running a fact that you're all over the world? I, I just wanted to know. I have no doubt that my distributor, DistroKid, will be sending me millions in royalties any day now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's really funny because I was using Rick Rex music for Jewish youth slideshows long before we became friends. And when we became friends... One day I just, I put a whole bunch of them together and I sent him this link. I'm, hey, check out these slideshows, see if you like them. If you like them, just remember, I didn't ask for the copyright release in advance of using your music. So, uh, you know, that's just how we work. So anyway, so let me see if I understand this, Craig. You got two songs out on Spotify. Uh, the yeah. best way to find the best way to find you is on uh, uh, basically Craig Parks P A R K S, and we're going to find you on Facebook. We're going to find you on Spotify. We're going to find you anywhere but on the post office wall. And uh, <laughs> your your whole album will be available when? Well, that's a good question. I'll say go to my artist Facebook. Oh, page. it's going to be ready soon. That's a great answer. Yeah. So soon. And, so <laughs> the music is. So this is the deal, right? And Joe Joe will be able to relate to this because there's there's the there's the music and then there's the music business and there's understanding how to release things properly to have kind of the, the biggest impact. And right now I'm, I'm in the process of figuring out how to have the biggest impact because this, this album isn't just, oh, here's, here's a kid's album. It's, it's going to be much more, if you are a parent and you're insecure and you're not sure how to bring more love, playfulness, joy into your, your family life, the album is actually going to be called Please Do Try This at Home. So... Um, nice. But if you go to my artist page on Facebook, I, I will be making announcements. But you you can always follow me on Spotify as well. And and the hand washing song, let's keep our hands clean. Let's actually let's destroy this virus. Let's get it so we can give each other hugs again. Uh, God bless on that one. And Joe, how about a quick plug for right you? On. Joe, what's the best way for people to find you and your music? 
You know, after you like uh, Craig's Facebook page and you follow him for notifications, uh, you can go and find mine, but make sure you follow Craig first <laughs> and, and get that done, and that's the best way to find me, too. Craig, I got to tell you, man, you've been such a big example for me, and uh, it's uh, it's just I'm really excited about your music, and I'm excited about everything you're doing. And you're 100% right when you talk about like the right way to release stuff, right? Because you can have, you can have an album have a life, right? But that initial handshake that that album gives, that first one only happens once. And uh, I think it's beautiful, man, really getting that right. And I'm excited for you, brother. I'm a, I'm a huge fan. I just love you with everything I got. And I, I can't wait to just hear everything on this album and to cheer it as loud as possible. Thank you, Joe. As long as we're doing this love fest, can I just say this? So, you know, I, I met Joe with his first year. I'll take I, yeah. it. <laughs> so I met Joe his, his first year at SLBC, and I just, I, everybody fell in love with Joe. And your your Aww. growth and development uh, has blown everybody away. And the the impact you have on so many lives is, is huge. And, you know, I've been at SLBC since 2012, and uh, one, of, one of the greatest, most fun years for me was when you and I actually got to be roommates one year. That was... It was, <laughs> it was such yeah. a good time. Joe is every bit as fun as he appears on screen. So I just want you all to know that. I love you, Joe. Thanks for the, the beautiful song today. I feel like such a newcomer in this, you know, it's like... <laughs> <laughs> I'll just, I'm just going to step away while you guys have your little reunion. I mean, I cut, okay, so true story. I cut my first record in 1980, 1980, right on. And, uh, and we didn't have distribution channels. We didn't have YouTube. We didn't have Spotify. We just had demo tapes and going to radio stations and begging, please play my song. I got to listen to my two best songs on our local rock station here in DC at what time? Yes, one o'clock in the morning on a Tuesday morning. Okay. So I, oh, I thought right I was going to put the Rolling Stones out of business. It did not quite work out that way. <laughs> uh, here, I, <laughs> here, here I am uh, launching a podcast. And uh, we actually officially launch on Tuesday the 18th. Uh, full disclosure, today is Sunday the 16th. Coincidentally, it's Craig's 21st birthday. And, um, <laughs> and so, but, but all those same things you guys are talking about uh, with dropping an album, I'm going through the same thing. I've got about 15 episodes that I have recorded now, uh, including today. And I'm trying to figure out just which ones are going to launch because I've got a broad spectrum audience. So it seems like Tuesdays we're going to launch event information. And on Fridays, they're going to be more photo centric. And uh, I don't even know where this one's going to fit right. in. This one's going to fit in like on, I don't know, like, like Blur's Day or something. So, uh, <laughs> so you guys are, are uh, you know, when we get together at SLBC, uh, I've said this to both of you. Um, it is such a hard project for me because my son and I and Zach Dalen, we do the photo and the video stuff. And it's literally, besides being a labor of love, it is a 24 seven job. And I've been a guitar player my yeah. whole life and I seldom get to pick up a guitar. And all I do is watch you guys play in all these great environments, right. with all this Ruach and all this love. And I'm sitting there going, I can't even feel the calluses on my fingers. So uh, <laughs> I so love and appreciate the relationships that uh, I have had with all you amazing rock stars, Jewish rock stars, regular rock stars. To me, you're, you're all Keith Richards to me. Uh, and and I, I adore the heck out of all of you. Uh, I hope we can get Rick on here in a couple of weeks when he's done with his stuff, maybe after the holidays. Maybe we can get us all together and, and do play some guitar on online. Um, Craig, 
I wish you the greatest of happiest of birthdays. I appreciate you coming on the show and sharing a little bit of Craig Park Central with us. Joe, thanks for jumping in. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> thanks for jumping in with the birthday wishes. Uh, Craig Parks on Facebook. Craig Parks on Spotify. Uh, soon there'll be a craigparks.com. Don't go there yet. It's not ready yeah. for you. Uh, yeah. Joe Buchanan, soon. live from Houston, Texas. You know, Joe, you need to get a bar in that room because that's got like the bar motif going on behind you. Thanks. Totally excellent. Well, that was the idea. It's, <laughs> it's unbelievable. I'm a visual guy. This is visual wow. None of you guys have asked me anything about this, but I'll just give you the two cents. You can go to visualwow.com, yeah. learn more about what we're doing. Visual Wow is a, a product, a concept Monica and I started 25 years ago. And Visual Wow was a play on words, which meant cool pictures. <laughs> so in the event industries, we, you know, every event we do, there's that wow moment. There's that wow picture. And, uh, and, and from the looks right. of both of your, your social media channels, that my pictures are on both of your social media channels. My job is to create those wow moments. And now I'm coming back to the community uh, with Monica to say, hey, this is some shitty ass times we're all going through life is just not full of roses right now. And we inspirational people, the people that like to walk on the sunny side of the street, we got to give something back. We got to keep people motivated. Yeah. Uh, we, we've got to keep telling people about the little things that we're doing, the, the little events, the little song sessions, the, the things we're doing with a children's album uh, to keep those that maybe don't have as much motivation wrapped up inside of their storage tanks as we do. And that's what visual wow is all yeah. about. Um, Again, visualwild.com. Really happy to have you guys on board. Craig, thank you so much and happy birthday. Joe, Thanks. God, such a surprise, my friend. So great to have you on board. Uh, Jack, I got to tell you something. Can I tell you Anything one thing? Anything you want, my friend. Real quick. Yeah, I was going to say, you talk about like seeing us, you know, we're playing at SLBC. And of course, I always see pictures of you with your guitars and stuff and you playing. I just want to tell you, we see you there every year at SLBC making everybody look good. You're part of the band, brother. <laughs> we, we absolutely love you. And uh, it's uh, it's it's good to be here. Well, with you. I appreciate that. And what, what I want to say, Jack, is this. one For one thing, in 1980, when you released that tune, maybe it didn't hit worldwide like you wanted, but I heard that Jimmy and Rosalind Carter listened to it from the Oval <laughs> Office and they were digging it. Totally digging it. They loved it. Yes. <laughs> Someday when I'm looking for some serious abuse, uh, I will uh, I will allow my music to uh, to maybe make its way to you guys. Uh, I will share this very interesting <laughs> podcast thing. Uh, I've been wanting to do the podcast for several years uh, and Monica and I just didn't have the time with everything else we were doing. And when I started getting into it several months back, really putting a lot of energy towards it, all the technical stuff that a lot of people have troubles with, I already had my digital recorder. I have a rack of SM58s. I got a whole bunch of mic cables. I have desktop stands. I already had everything to take right. my show on the road. So, you know, I've been going to restaurants and I literally have my little Pelican case and it pops up on the table and out come the microphones. And so the technical things that really cause a lot of people uh, angst getting into the podcast world has been really uh, very simple for me. Obviously, you know, I love to talk. Right. I love to talk to people. And, uh, and that's really been fun. And so here we go. It's a new journey. I love having you guys in on the, on the early side of this. And I hope we can have you back again real soon. All right. Yeah, well, Jack, it's been it's been an honor, and uh, look, I have no doubt you're going to be amazing at this. And if 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 those of you who are watching or listening have not seen Jack's photography, it seriously, I, I've never had anybody capture me the the way that you do, and th that's why my profile picture is one. 
is your photography because you you have a knack of getting people's essence through your photography and your art. Um, I'm honored to be your friend, and I'm honored to 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 be doing this with you. So, Jack, thank you so much, and continue to turn in on uh, Sundays at 11 a.m. Pacific for Parks Party Central. Open to all families and kids. Lots of fun. And Joe Buchanan, yeah. love you. Hey, right back. Thanks, man. <laughs> hey, you okay, guys are awesome. The Parks Party Central show. There, there you go. There's Parks. I love it. There's some Parks Party Central, wow. and we've also got some SLBC pictures. Oh, that's such a good picture. Look at that. Look at that love. Look at the energy. Hey. Joe, you got to put some music to it. Grab that guitar, Joe. Come on. <laughs> Craig, I don't think I've ever seen a picture of you where you weren't just completely feeling it, brother. It's almost like Craig's playing now. <laughs> oh, we got an overhand guitar going on here right now. That's 2016 right there, Craig. Oh, here it comes. Oh, there it is. I love it. Craig doesn't know this, but he's he's kind of my guitar hero. <laughs> um, the first time that I had a chance to play, uh, that I was playing in that that circle, and we're leading prayer. And I'm I'm sitting there just going and going, and I look across and I see Craig looking and like picking some stuff out and going, and I was like, "This is it! Like I just want this moment like captured because this is like it's like you hit those moments in your life where you're like benchmark moment, right? That was that was one of them. Getting to getting to play with you across that circle, bro. Well, gentlemen, just jamming with you right there and be flat. <laughs> <laughs> hey, fellas, Joe, thank you so much, Craig. Happy birthday, my friend. Uh, love thank to the kids. Love, uh, love to Rachel, and I hope you have a spectacular night tonight, uh, Joe. Next time in Houston, my friend. Yes, sir. We'll Good do it. Be well, you guys. guys. Take care, everybody. Thanks for listening to Visual Wow. If you like what you heard, like us on Facebook, Twitter, and tell your friends. Go to visualwow.com for more info. If you didn't like what you heard, just keep it to yourself. Know a pro we should be talking to on the show? Drop us a line. Talk with you next time on Visual Wow.